The Public News Service Daily Newscast for April the 18th, 2022. I'm Mike Clifford. Florida's redistricting cycle will continue Tuesday when lawmakers return to Tallahassee for a special session to give the governor essentially what he wants. Jamal Gomes explains. Legislators passed their own version of Florida's proposed new congressional maps, but Governor Ron DeSantis vetoed them in favor of his own, which favor more Republicans and dismantled districts that ensures representation for black voters. Ellen Frieden with Fair Districts Now led the campaign in 2010 to pass a constitutional amendment to prevent politicians from doing exactly what the governor is doing. He's really totally disregarding all the voters of Florida, and in particular, black voters in in the two districts, he's cutting black representation in Florida by by, in half. Claiming racial gerrymandering was part of the process, DeSantis wants to split the 5th Congressional District, represented by Democrat Al Lawson, who is black, and the 10th Congressional District, represented by Val Demings, a black Democrat, now running for U.S. Senate. Legal challenges are expected. The once-a-decade process of redrawing the maps will affect Floridians' ability to have their voices represented in Congress, at least until the next process. Meantime, when the 2024 presidential primary season kicks off, there's a good chance Iowa's caucuses won't be in the spotlight as much. Last week, the Democratic National Committee adopted plans to reshape the initial wave of states that choose their nominees. They'll now have to apply with the final decision expected this summer. Therese Grant is with the League of Women Voters of Iowa, which hasn't taken a position on the matter. But she says being first, along with the unique nature of the caucuses, provides real value to voters everywhere. The candidates spent a lot of time, not just in the big cities, but in rural communities, and really, you know, giving the the Iowans a chance to ask lots of questions and see them on a personal basis. She suggests with national media following candidates here, the rest of the country gets to know them in real time. The DNC wants to prioritize diversity in choosing who goes first, making it harder for Iowa and its mostly white population. Republicans still plan to keep the Iowa caucuses first. I'm Mike Moen. And shots fired at a house party in Pittsburgh early Sunday left two minors dead, at least eight more people wounded. That from ABC News. Hundreds of people had gathered at a short-term rental property, the vast majority of them underage. Two male victims died at the hospital, police said. Eight more people were being treated for gunshot wounds. The names of the dead were not immediately released. This is PNS. Currently, there are more than 10,000 job openings to teach in Texas. The state has faced a teacher shortage for years. It became worse during the two-year pandemic. Educators say there are ways to reverse the trend, and one way is to add more support for teachers' mental health. Former second-grade educator Shelby Varnell says the workload and stress of having to manage multiple responsibilities at the height of the pandemic finally drove her to check herself into a hospital. It got to me in such a way that I felt so overwhelmed and so just defeated that I was crying and my daughter came to comfort me and she said, you're not going to leave me, are you? And um, I couldn't give her a straight answer. So I 
put myself into the hospital. Farnell says she didn't feel supported by her district and as a single mother, it was tough to teach virtually and make lesson plans at home while her own child was sick. In March, Governor Greg Abbott ordered the Texas Education Agency to create a teacher vacancy task force to work on the issues of attrition and retention and how to better support educators. I'm Epiphany Lachey. Two bills making their way through the Colorado General Assembly would make it easier for people with disabilities to access college and other public institutions of higher learning. House Bill 1107 would fund proven strategies for making college more universally accessible. Cristiano Sosa with ARC of Colorado says people with intellectual and developmental disabilities should be able to have the same experiences in college as everyone else. Participate in the rites of passage that many folks are afforded through the college experience, living in the dorms, living on campus, and having the supports needed to do that effectively. HB 1255 would create an advisory committee to outline ways to improve outcomes for students with disabilities attending state institutions. I'm Eric Galatis. Finally, our Eric Tegetoff tells us the number of Ukrainians arriving in Washington state has increased since the invasion by Russia in February. Already, the Evergreen State is home to the third largest population of Ukrainians after California and New York. Already, the Evergreen State is home to the third largest population of Ukrainians, after California and New York. Oleg Pinda heads the Ukrainian Community Center of Washington, which provides mental and behavioral health services. He says many people are arriving in the U.S. under the immigration status of humanitarian parole. But Pinda says one big challenge is that they have to file a petition to be able to work. In average, it takes from six to nine months to get employment authorization. In the past decade, more Ukrainian refugees have arrived in Washington than in the other state. This is Mike Clifford. Thank you for starting your week with Public News Service. Member analysts are supported. We are heard on interesting radio stations. Find us on your favorite podcast platform. And our trust indicators are at publicnewsservice.org.